This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. That is right, our friends at Tropical Chevrolet right there in Miami Shores. Go down there. Get yourself a nice deal on a Chevy, a beautiful Chevy, because uh, you can find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. It's got all those robes on it. Robes? Roots? <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't say that word. Roads. 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 That's a total weird word, isn't it? That, I can't believe that Dan Day got a microphone in the car over here when me and uh, Spencer were in the car. The nose were in the car together. Uh, interesting stuff there. Black sheep. Uh, Every time you say it, I think right. of Roads. Roads. A little nitrous word. oxide. You can right. do anything. <laughs> right. Got to make sure it's not leaking in your car if you're racing cars out there. Good stuff uh, there. I was uh, surprised by that, but always uh, pleasantly surprised by the two of you when I walk out of here to change a poopy diaper during the breaks at my house here. All right, 305-567-0560. A couple more text messages we're going to get to before we get to the wide receivers that pass and fail the sniff test. The new segment, the tight end of the week, we'll get to that at some point also. And you also know what happens at the end of the show, the nose pick of the week, the award-winning segment that we do every week here on the show during the season, by the way, not during the first three pre-draft shows that we did. Let me get to a couple text messages here. Start off with a running back one for you, nose. Cam Akers or Kareem Hunt PPR league? Who do you like? Um, that's a tough one because we do not know what Cam Akers looks like in a Rams jersey on the field, but he's the lead running back as of right now, and due to that, I'm going to lead on Cam Akers over Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is a good PPR play. I love the draft pick. Hopefully you took him late enough where he's in a flex option for you. But for this week, I'm going to go with Cam Akers. As we discussed earlier, Cleveland has a pretty brutal matchup against Baltimore. Baltimore right. And uh, the Cam Akers has a much better play on Sunday Night Football at home versus the Dallas Cowboys. All right, quarterback right, question for you. Need to start one, A.A. Ron Rodgers or Kyler Murray? You see, there you go. This person listened to the segment, heard Kyler Murray wasn't a good play. The big fella... Start Aaron Rodgers all day over Kyler Murray this week. It's a better start. He's got a better matchup in Minnesota. And again, Kyler Murray going into San Francisco. It's a tough one. one. I'm probably going to say, Murray, you're going to start every other week. But it's a nice backup to have Aaron Rodgers to uh, start in such a horrible matchup for Kyler Murray. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to get in here. 
another one that comes in also what's the deal with moss dobbins and taylor all rookies why does everyone think they're going to be instant starters your take on zach moss Dobbins and Johnny Taylor. I don't know who everybody is. I'm not everybody. The only one that I love is Jonathan Taylor. I made that very, very clear. Listen, Dobbins, if you're in a dynasty league or a keeper league, is a phenomenal play because next year, Mark Ingram will not be on that team and he's going to be the lead back in his sophomore year. Uh, Do I think Dobbins is beyond talented? Yes, he is. But he has a guy named Mark Ingram there and they're going to be splitting the share So, Dobbins is super talented. If Mark Ingram gets hurt, this guy could come in and be a star. Moss has Singletary there. I don't know much about Zach Moss, to be honest, besides watching some highlights in college. But uh, let's see what happens. Right now, I don't think he's an instant starter by any stretch. I like Singletary quite a bit there. So, listen. But, yes, my love for Jonathan Taylor. Let's see if the nose knows or the nose blows. Right. Wow, good one there. Thank you. uh, You guys are music to my ears. What about Melvin Gordon? He scares me. Melvin Gordon scares me, too. Wow. Now, the thing with Melvin Gordon is we know he's a first-round talent. But... He's got Philip Lindsay and Rolls-Royce Freeman right. there. It's got a lot of carries to go around. Um, yeah, he's just a scary player, but he's another guy that was going possibly too late in drafts because he's a lead back, okay? He really is, but that Philip Lindsay's good too. So uh, Melvin Gordon's a start this week. Let's see how it looks. Let's see how those carries are distributed uh, in Denver, I'm very interested in that. Right, right. Phil Lindsay had a good year last year, so it's, it's weird that he's a great right. running back. Right, yeah. yeah. So now they got two running backs next. You never know. That always hurts in fantasy when your your team that had a good running back the year before either drafts a guy or brings one in, and then carries get split. No, and, and Royce Freeman will get his two. Right, so three. It, it's right, a, it's, three. A, it's a triple header. Right. Uh, this is a good one. Softball draft. Fences are 285. Who you picking, big worm or big nose? Listen. It's hard for me to go with anyone besides Big Worm in any kind of these categories. I'm going to go with Big Worm here. Here's the deal with this, though. During the break when I saw this text come in and I showed it to you, you said there was a story about Big Worm that I didn't know about. People think are thinking Big Worm from the movie Friday right now. Right, You're aware right, of that. Right. Yes. But there is a local legend in South Florida named Big, Big Worm. Worm. Right, right. Yes, and the Big Worm... Uh, yeah, the truth... You want to know who can hit a softball further? Either me or him? Yeah, the answer is Big Worm. He has right. 290 power on the softball fields, Ooh. okay? I got about 280 power, and that's the truth. But there is an amazing story about our friend, the Big I Worm, can't believe I that goes this. into legendary status. Wow. Do you remember the show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, right, back yes. in what was it, like 1999, maybe 2000, where Regis Philbin, rest in peace, my brother, was it was the biggest national right. phenomenon. Right. National. Everybody tuned in. Well, what people don't know is, again, a local South Florida boy who goes to the University of Florida decides to figure out, because he has a beautiful mind, and I can't explain it, how to hack the telephone systems for when you call in to do you know, a quick questions to be a contestant on it, the kid figures out the algorithm to just pick up the phone and start dialing in. So on the first ever Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where... Everybody, like the Super Bowl everybody, was tuned in. This dude named Big Worm and six other of his friends, still better it wasn't me, were sent to New York. They were put on planes, put into hotels, and they were on the first ever Who Wants to Be a Millionaire show. How did show. I not know this? 
legendary. Wow. Too bad he wasn't fast enough to get that quick. Again, you have to like about ten people. They ask a question. You have to put it in a certain order, right. and the person who got it on the fastest gets to go in the middle with Regis Philbin. Well, Big Worm has a. Of course, this guy is a little bit entrepreneurial. Has an agreement with his six friends. Well, if you get on there, I'm going to make fifty percent of the earnings that you that you make. I got you on the show. I taught you how to get on the show. Right, We're right. getting flown out to New York. Well, that show, one of his friends finally gets on. It's like a two-day experience. And this and already there's been about five or six shows. And the first of his friend gets on, and he loses on the first question. Stop it. The first question is normally like, what color is the sky? Exactly. And the sky was not blue. Oh, my and God. And so... Big Worm was a big winner getting all of his boys there, but ended up being a big loser because he didn't get anybody to make any money. Worm. But the Big Worm story is, Jeez. who wants to be a millionaire? The dude hacked the system. Wow. that is am- I cannot believe I did not know that, and I'm sorry, Big Worm, the legend, that I did not know that. Wow. You're very, back. Yeah, I thought you would know that I'm story. I'm embarrassed. That's, that's what it is right now. All right, let's get to a couple wide receivers, by the way, before we get into the next segment. That pass your snip test. We always go over this like we've done the last couple segments. Just a couple guys that you like, like, like this week. Uh, and we'll start off with that wide receiver position right now. Give me three wide receivers that pass the sniff test. FIU's finest, T.Y. Hilton. He's healthy. He's going against that terrible Jag secondary. Phillip Rivers is going to establish the ball with him. He had a off year last year. He gets a little injured. He's not injured now, and he's got a gunslinger throwing the ball. Right. Okay? He was good when Andrew Luck was there. Then he took a little break when uh, Brissett was the quarterback, and now he's going to be back. I love T.Y. Hilton this week. And now I'm all in also on Calvin Ridley. Wow. At home, we talked about it versus a bad, very right. bad Seattle defense. Matt Ryan is going to be great, and he's got to throw the ball to somebody. Of course, Julio Jones will get his, but I'm telling you, Calvin Ridley will have my bold prediction of the week. Two, I mean two touchdowns. Wow. Utah, give me two. And my last one, I guess a favorite of the show, if you would, Scary Terry McLaurin versus the Eagles, the meager secondary of the Eagles. We have an explosive player from last year. He sort of came out of nowhere. You know, Ohio State legend. So we now have in Washington, Haskins to McLaurin, Ohio State to Ohio State, I think he's going to have a very big game. So my three wide receivers are T.Y. Hilton, Calvin Ridley, and Scary Terry McLaurin. I like it. I like it. Well, I guess since we did a couple that passed the sniff test, we'll finish off with a couple of wide receivers that you do not like this week. A couple of wide receivers that fail the sniff test. Who fails the sniff test? Yes. There you go. Welcome to the party, pal. Okay. Devontae Parker who I love, who I recommended to everybody, which I know is crazy because recommending a Miami Dolphins skill player is scary because I can't remember the last good one you guys had on a consistent basis. I'm going before Chris Chambers. I really don't know. Ricky Williams. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There you go. That's why you're you're on the radio down here. And he was great. He was really good. He was tremendous. Yes, but wide receiver-wise, it's been a long, long time. Oh, my God. Parker. O.J. McDuffie. I felt like all these fans, all these super diehards were like, cut him already, cut him already. That was me. All he needed was, there you go. All you needed was Ryan Fitzpatrick to just throw the ball a thousand times and somebody would would finally catch it. And that guy was Devontae Parker. Uh, And this week, though, he's going against the Patriots. Right. 
the number one cornerback in the game, Stephen Gilmore. Dolphin so, fans gonna be mad. He ate Gilmore uh, alive last year. Not this year. Season, and right. what do you? Th- I feel like Gilmore had a calendar on his thing, X marking <laughs> right. until Devontae Parker came back. Right. This is the best corner in the game. Devontae Parker is not your best play this week. All right. Any other wide receivers that fail the sniff test? Let's just roll back to the same game. I'm not in love with Julian Edelman week one. Very similar to the Leonard Fournette theory. I know right. different. I want to see what he looks like when Cam Newton's throwing him the ball. We've never seen it. I don't know if that's that connection there. And quite honestly, I, unless things are crazy, I think the Dolphins have great secondary play. And excuse me if I'm wrong, but uh, Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. Xavier Howard right now is probably uh, I would say questionable for Week One, depending. I know he's been practicing. We don't know past that. He could surprise everyone and start. I guess even without that, uh, you will have Byron Jones there, at least in one number one, but then it might be a rookie. Well, And I cannot say that. Edelman plays all over Noah the field. Noah Ignabanagi. Still don't like him. Right. Yeah, no. I didn't know. That. I, I thought Howard was playing. I thought he was leaning towards playing. He's going to he more than likely will play, okay. but he will be on a play count, that's for sure. That's what you get for being on the Joe Rose Show. You get like the, the, the second-to-second information. Right, right. <laughs> So Julian Edelman, though, we don't know the connection between the two of them. And I just don't think he's a great start. He could be your flex player. Just don't expect Julian Edelman that you saw when Tom Brady was throwing him the ball. Lastly, any Jets wide receiver. Okay, we're going to go throw that just bunch in. First off, you know, they're playing the Bills. Great secondary. Um, Overall, I just don't trust Crowder or Brashad Perriman whatsoever in in that game. You got, uh, I always butcher his name, Tredavious White. That's it. And he's a wonderful cornerback. And that team, I just, I'm very scared for the Jets uh, receiver core and Sam Darnold in week one. Uh, it's not a good play, especially because Buffalo is a tough place to play, man. Right, right. So uh, all Jets wide receivers, I'd be benching. All right. A lot of AFC East in the wide receivers that failed the sniff test. All the AFC East guys, basically. At Pat, at we just went on the AFC East not feeling it. Right, just not feeling just any not feeling of those it. wide receivers in AFC East this week. Edelman, Devontae Parker, and anyone wearing a New York Jets jersey. 305-567-0560 is a text machine. We will take more of your text messages here in the next segment. We'll also get to the tight end of the week, the brand new segment <laughs> that we will air in the next uh, segment uh, Next uh, segment coming up. And we also have the nose pick of the week coming up at the end of the show. Zach and the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Say hi to Danny, the GM over there, and a big shout out to Ari and Erica, the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet. We'll take a break. We're going to be back right after this. Every uh, time you say it, I think right, of Roads. Ro- 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 uh, a little Tough nitrous word. oxide. Right. You can do anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is our DJ and our producer back home in El Portal, Miami, Dan Day. This is Zach and the Nose's Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. For convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new row ads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Or find new roads. Or row ads. Roads. Right. Row ads. Every time you say it, I think right. of row, 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 row ads. ads. Row ads. Uh, a little Tough nitrous word. oxide. You can right. do anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that, you guys know where I was out. in college. Right. I get a text from somebody that says, it's one of those where... That's the text I get. All right, folks. We just did 
the wide receivers. Uh, we've done quarterbacks. We've done running backs. Let me run through them real quickly for you once again before we get to the tight end of the week and to more of your text messages. 305-567-0560. Quarterbacks that passed the sniff test from the nose. Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, and Big Ben. Running backs that passed the sniff test. David Johnson, scary to see. Aaron Jones and Jonathan Taylor, all my brother's running backs on his team, which is even scarier. Wide receivers that passed the sniff test. T.Y. Hilton, Calvin Ridley, and friend of the show, Scary Terry McLaurin. He's going to be, we're going to get him as a guest one week. That's what I'm going to, that, that's my goal, to get Scary Terry on the show here one week to talk about his fantasy prowess. Quarterbacks that failed the sniff test. Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, and Danny Dimes. Running backs, Latavius Murray, any of the running backs in Tampa right now, and any running back that wears a Detroit Lions jersey outside of Barry Sanders. Do not start them this week. If Barry Sanders is on your fantasy team, you probably should update your list. Uh, although he's probably better than any of these Detroit running backs this week. Wide receivers that failed the sniff test. All the AFC East wide receivers. Devontae Parker, Julian Edelman, anyone that wears a Jet jersey. Outside of my man Braxton Berrios, who I don't even know if he's playing this week or not, but... He's always a good start in my book. Love you, Braxton. If you ever want to come back on the show, you are more than welcome. Those are your sniff tests for week one. It's so scary to even say that. We are in week one of fantasy football. <sighs> we are 25 hours What's it going to look like when someone scores a touchdown and you just hear nothing? I mean, I know there's some fans. I know, but some stadiums won't have any. For the first couple weeks of the season, there are some stadiums around the country that have zero fans. And then there's down here in Miami, which will have about 15,000 fans, 13,000 fans in the stadium when they open up against Buffalo in week two. I don't even know what the situation is in New England. I don't know if there's fans or not. Um, But I do know in some of the stadiums, whether they're having fans or not, they'll be piping in crowd noise. So that's going to be really interesting. We see it in the NBA right now. They do a great job in the NBA. They do, but it's... Also, a little bit more of a controlled environment. They're in a ballroom at like a hotel, and they just have speakers surrounding everyone. We're talking about a 70,000-seat stadium with possibly no fans or maybe 15,000 and speakers around the stadium. Let's get weird. Right. I don't care. I just want football. I, got, I want live scoring. I, right. I want red zone. Right. I want my life back. <laughs> I want my life back. Right. Uh, let me get to one quick text message here before we get to the tight end of the week. I'm excited to get to this segment here. Uh, we have talked about them the last couple weeks about contracts and whether they're going to sign contracts or they're going to hold out or whatnot. Someone texted, are Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon safe to draft? One did sign the extension. Yeah, Joe Mixon fully safe to right, draft. Right. You know, going anywhere between 12 and 16 in your league. Very safe player to draft. You. You're going to get yourself a top 10 running back. Sometimes not the most sexy player in the world, but he's got himself a better outlook this year in terms of what their team and what they're trying to do. Dalvin Cook is a wonderful question because I do not trust him right now. And it's very, very interesting because he's going anywhere from four to eight in most drafts. He's not really dropping below that, and nor should he because I told you guys, I'm obsessed with Dalvin Cook. I had him number three overall, ahead of Zeke, ahead of Kamara, but, and it's a huge but, he's got a contract issue, and I'm afraid he could pull a Le'Veon Bell at any time if he gets nicked up. Anything could happen where he just says, you know what, this COVID year is weird. If people get sick, 
he might just opt out and get his big contract next year. So for me, I have not drafted Dalvin Cook. And quite honestly, I've drafted Alexander Madison quite a lot. Wow. Alexander Madison's his backup, one of the better handcuffs in all of the NFL right now. So if you do go with Dalvin Cook and you want that ridiculous upside because to me, he is Edgerin James part two. He'll catch the ball and he'll run through you. And there's nothing more sexier than that. That being said, Alexander Madison must be drafted by you if you draft Dalvin Cook. Right, you got to be safe there to take the handcuff anyway. And even if Dalvin Cook was 100% uh, for this year, I still would recommend taking uh, Madison anyway as the handcuff. So. Correct, but if you right. do, gra- draft him a, right. where you think, is this too early? Draft him right there. Right. I mean, the, the answer is no, it's not too early. I have a handcuff stealer in one of my leagues, too. That's the worst. No one worse than that. Oh, Chase Edmonds is a wonderful... I'm that that guy. Right. I love it. You waited too long. And this is funny, because this is a story that will end up happening in in plenty of people's leagues. You waited too long. You thought you could wait one more round. It's the 10th, 11th, 12th round, whatever it is. You drafted, you know, one of these top flight running backs. And you're worried about the handcuff. Oh, but I could take him next round. No big deal. Then Madison goes. Then Edmonds goes. Then these guys Austin start going. Scott, Austin Scott, Wild Sanders. Right. All those guys. Right, right. There are a few of them that are really good. Again, Chase Edmonds last year blew up like Nitro. He got hurt, right? Like two games into it, he got he hurt. He did. First game and if right. he didn't, he could have kept going. And maybe right. Kenyon Drake wasn't going to be there. But there are certain players. Those are the two that really come to mind. Madison and Chase Edmonds. Make sure you get your handcuffs. If you're drafting tonight, and yes, a lot of people are getting, right now, are drafting as we speak. Right, right, right. A lot of the last-minute drafts, night before the regular season starts. Like we said, Houston, Kansas City starts everything off tomorrow night. 8-20 kickoff on NBC to start the NFL season. And then how about this for your ears right now? Before we get to the tight end of the week, which is coming up right here next year on the show. Seattle at Atlanta. New York at Buffalo. Chicago, Detroit. Green Bay, Minnesota, Miami, New England, Philly and Washington, Vegas at Carolina, Vegas, Indianapolis at Jacksonville, Cleveland at Baltimore. That's the one o'clock slate. Wow. I'm doing the Homer Simpson face. Like, oh, right, right. The saliva right. is coming down my mouth. Scott Hansen. Oh. Can't wait to see you, Scotty. Oh, my God. Yeah, I missed right. you. I missed you, Scotty. Four o'clock games, the LA Chargers. I almost said San Diego there. At Cincinnati. Arizona at San Francisco, and then maybe the game of the day. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Tom Brady, Drew Brees. This will be a fun one to watch. I wanted more games in the fours, but between Tampa at New Orleans and right. Zona at San Fran. I don't need much more. Oh, that's right. it's good stuff. Right. Yeah. Sunday Night Football, uh, 820 kickoff on NBC. Dallas at Rams. Great matchup. N- brand new stadium, the Rams. I do not believe they will have fans in the stands so there. Fi. Right. So Right. Yeah. SoFi Stadium. Right. And then Monday night, if you didn't get enough, from Thursday night, the huge slate at 1 p.m., three of... Th- Two top games at 4 o'clock, and then you got L.A. Cincinnati, and then Sunday night football. You got a doubleheader Monday night. Pittsburgh at the Giants, Tennessee at Denver. 7-15 start Pittsburgh, New York, and 10-10 start for Tennessee at Denver. Gimme. So here's the best part about it. You're in your fantasy league. You're down 10 points. 
and you got Melvin Gordon at 10-10, right. and you're right. like, at what point can I go to sleep? Right. Melvin Gordon, can you get me 10 points in the first quarter? I'm I'm tired. Right. I want to be in bed by I, 11. I want to be out cold AJ at AJ Brown, right. I need that 50-yard touchdown from you. Can you get that for me? Right. Some people are going to be staying up into the, about the 130 range to see if they won their week one fantasy matchup. And guess what? You're going to love every second of it. Don't complain. This is what we've all been waiting for. Jadavian Clowney also making his debut for Tennessee at 10-10. On Monday Night Football. So that's your slate of games this weekend. You're welcome and thank you, NFL. That's all I have to say at this point for that. All right, let's get to it. I've been waiting all show long for this. We normally give a couple tight ends that pass and fail the sniff test. We have now shortened that to just the tight end play of the week. I am excited for this. Knows the debut of the tight end of the week, the brand new segment. Hopefully within a couple weeks, a second award-winning segment here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Give me your tight end of the week. If you went up and you got Darren Waller around the 6th or 7th round, you are going to be really happy week one. Darren Waller is the tight end of the week as we discuss going against Carolina. Let me tell you guys, Carolina has the worst defense in the NFL. I don't think there's a close second. They're terrible. And they have horrible linebacker play, which means one thing. Darren Waller's going to get his. Right down Okay? Right. Let's say this right now. John Gruden's going to have a fun day one. We're going to get a whole lot of Chucky being really happy after week one. Because I have them scoring 35 points. Wow. And I got Darren Waller having a monster game. So, obviously, if you draft him as your tight end, you're starting him. But a lot of you are going to want to get your fixes on with the DraftKings or the FanDuel. Darren Waller... Pay the man his money. He's going to be a really, really great play. I have him having a big game. If you remember last year, he came out like a bat out of hell, and I expected him to do even better in his sophomore campaign. Excuse me, it's not a sophomore campaign. Last year was his first year with the Raiders. He was with Baltimore before then, but it's a sophomore campaign with the Raiders. Right, Las Vegas Raiders also. Going to have to get used to saying that. All right, 305-567-0560. Is the text machine. Let me read a couple of these to you uh, real quick. Uh, hey guys, had Tyler Boyd last season and the one before. Is he viable still? Oil can Boyd. I would like everyone to start calling him Oil Can. Right. It'll, it'll we make... had a lot of people last year do it. Oil Can Boyd is not just viable. I think he's the wide receiver one on that team, first of all. So AJ Green to me is, again, he's the guy that you just all of a sudden you're in the draft and you don't know what to do. Oh, I know that guy's name. He used to be a first-rounder. I don't see A.J. Green being the guy. All we keep hearing about is how Burroughs is in love with Oil Can. They have a connection. They were throwing... Once he got drafted, they got together real fast. They became buddies. Oil Can Boy could have a huge year. Uh, I love you drafted him if you did. He's a start this week. And I don't think after you start him this week, you're going to find a way of putting him on your bench. I expect big things from him. Yep. I like Oil Cam Boyd. Uh, I know Joe Burrow's throwing him the ball. Uh, and, and rookie quarterbacks don't necessarily, I mean, you can't trust them that much. But in that kind of circumstance, he was giving the reins to that team from day one. The keys to the car, the keys to the house, the keys to the mansion, the keys to the facility. Joe Burrow is that number one guy. He's going to throw the ball. Right. Okay, he's going to throw the ball. Throw and someone's going to catch the ball, right? right? This is football. So if he could throw the ball at least 30 times, Oil Cam's going to get hit. And... I really think that if you drafted him, again, he was not a sexy pick. But last year he had over 1,000 yards, right. and I expect him to have a much better year. 
the Red Rocket, the Red Rifle, whatever you want to call him, I not as good as Burroughs. I think Burroughs is going to surprise people. Yes, rookie quarterbacks are not guys, especially in fantasy, that I'm going to be like, oh, you got to draft them and start them. No, but this guy's going to get oil can his balls. Uh, I love to. Uh, I love also when you get to the draft and you start to look at uh, certain names. I know I'm going to ramble here for a second. Uh, and you don't know where the guys play or where, what team they're on now. We talked about this a little bit last week or the week before with the Jimmy Graham and Greg Olson situations. I literally at one point had no idea either one of those guys. I had no idea that Jason Witten was in Vegas either. Like there are so many guys that have just run all over the place. But Andy Dalton, backup quarterback in Dallas, yes, correct? Yes, correct. Wow. Yes. How about that? Which is a really good well, place. It's a good job for him. It's right. a great it's a good place it's a, for him. Right. You get paid. You get to go to Jerry's World. And if Dak goes down... You have... You're the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And you got Cooper, you right. got Gallup, and C.D. Lamb. Really nice rookie to keep an eye on as well. Which of those rookies, by the way, like Lamb and Judy and some of those guys wide receiver-wise, Henry Ruggs... That's the one I was waiting for. Okay. Yeah. Is that... If, if you had to rank those guys to take, and forget about necessarily like a dynasty or a keeper league, but just for this year, because I saw a lot of those guys go, not early, uh, but like maybe rounds like 9 through 12 in my league... Uh, it might to both my leagues, by the way. Uh, but those rookies, sometimes it's hard to take one of those rookies, uh, especially wide receiver-wise, that have a couple on there. But there's a couple good ones. And usually we get to watch a preseason game, which I know means nothing. But you get to see what they look like. You could see the timing. Right, right. We know nothing. But Henry Ruggs, as we all know, runs, what, that 4-2. Right. Okay? Gruden drafted him before all these guys, right? So... I think they're going to make it their business to get him the right. ball. They right. also don't have the weapon. C.D. Lamb, my God, is talented, but you got Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup there. So he could be eased in. He's going to be a slot role. And Jerry Judy also has Cortland Sutton there. Oh, man, we all... Oof, that guy is a real big stud. Right, right. Can Drew Locke get him the ball on a regular, consistent basis where he's a fantasy... What's the right word? Where he's a fantasy starter, a wide right. receiver too? The truth is we do not know yet. I had no problem with people who drafted him. Henry Ruggs is the only guy who I think that could definitely make your starting lineup for this week based on your uh, your draft, you know, your, your team and how uh-huh. it looks. But overall, I got it going. Um, Ruggs, one. Lamb, two. And Judy, three. And that is right now just based off of logic, guess, That's talent, yet, situation. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, here's another text that just uh, flew in here. Matt Ryan, Big Ben, who do you start this week? Great starts, both of them. Matt Ryan is a no-brainer to start over Big Ben. It's oh, a good one there. No-brainer. It's, no it's a good problem to have, you Matt Ryan, Big Ben on your team. Big right Ben is going to be a guy that is going to be on your bench plenty, but he'll have some matchups that you're going to be like, oh, no, i got to get him in. Do you trust Big Ben right now as your starting quarterback on your team? Not uh, Talking about not seeing anyone. I do for week one. Yeah. I, I recommended him for right, week one. Right. And it's great. Let's see what he looks like. But Big Ben's going to throw the ball a ton. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good year for him. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text machine. If you want to get in here, we'll take more of your text in the next segment. And the nose pick of the week coming up here in the next segment as well. But if you do want to get on the text machine, once again, 305 305- 
567-0560. If we do not get to your text message and you have another question to ask, make sure to hit nose up on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E, if you need to get him there. Dan Day back in El Portal, Miami. Myself and the Nose here at the Kranz Compound in Davie. We'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up here on Zach Lenoz Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Wow, I'm doing the Homer Simpson face. Like, oh, All right, 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 saliva's right. coming down my mouth. Yeah, and that's just uh, what happens here on the show here, the Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Nice text that just uh, ran in here, 305-567-0560. Glad to have the show back this year. You guys are great. We appreciate it. We like doing it more than you like hearing it. How about that? No, you're great. <laughs> right. We appreciate all the textures, all show long, all season long. It was a really fun season last year. We just decided this year to get it started as early as we could. This is our fourth show, and we have not had one NFL game yet. That's the best part. We have not had one NFL game yet. And I'm going to be honest with you tonight. Last night I had my fantasy football draft and the heat game was on and I was a wreck watching the game and drafting. It was tough. Tonight, I sit next to uh, a humongous Boston Celtic fan. Humongous Boston Celtic fan. Uh, Was going to name his firstborn Larry Bird Gilden. Did not because he had a girl. Uh, But that was going to be the case. And the Boston-Toronto game on right behind us on TV and he has only just kind of glimpsed over a couple times. Nothing more than that. I am proud of you, Nose. Boston up 47-40 with about 229 left in the first half. Unless you're on a delay somewhere and you're probably you know, with one change left in the first half. Miami right? Heat versus Boston Celtics wow. would be epic. How about that? That could I be will, the Eastern I will go finals. to war against all of you. Wow. War! Wow, wow. You're going to lose. Uh, yeah, but there it is right there. So You have if, Hero and I don't. If, right, I have Hero and his Instagram model girlfriend. You Thank win. You. Okay. Thank you. Uh, but that would be fun. That would be fun uh, stuff down here in South Florida anyway. There's a lot going on in the sports world. College football tomorrow night here on 560. The Joe, the uh, Hurricanes at home versus UAB. Uh, Thursday night football tomorrow night. You the have Blazers. Right. You have Blazers. That UAB, that's right. Uh, Kansas City, Houston tomorrow night. Full slate of games on Sunday. Doubleheader Monday. And the Heat getting ready for the winner of this Boston-Toronto series in the Eastern Conference Finals. And uh, if you want to even put it more in perspective, if Boston does win, that means Miami or Boston will be in the NBA Finals this year. Good basketball stuff there as well. All right, Nose Pick of the Week coming up here in a couple minutes. We also have some room for text messages if you want to uh, text in the show, 305-567-0560. Someone texted him, what is this love-hate relationship with Baker Mayfield? What did you uh, like or not like about Baker Mayfield going into this season? Because I, and I my answer to that before I let those go is, all those weapons, he's got to have a better year than he did last year, right? I mean, I mean got to. I, I last year, I loved him. The, right. Right, at this time of this year, it was a major nosebleed. But listen... You all loved him, right? This guy has every weapon in the world, but here he goes flicking off fans. He was still very immature last year. Do we believe he swallowed his pride and now is a bigger man and is going to learn how to be a quarterback in the NFL? I don't know yet, but I'll tell you this. I don't love his first week matchup, okay? Again, at Baltimore versus those cornerbacks, 
it's not going to start off well for that guy. Um, all that being said, if you drafted him with your second quarterback, it's exactly what I wanted you right, to do. Right. Somebody with pure upside. And that's what he has. Odell Beckham is still an epic, epic talent. Crazy stories about him, but we'll we'll leave that off the air for now. But right, right. really, really not doing so hot on social media this week, Odell. But that doesn't mean he can't catch everything that comes right, his way. Of course. They have such weapons. Baker Mayfield, I'm hoping, has a better season. But week one, Zach, I'm not feeling him. That's why I have him on my failing the sniff test. Most likely quarterback, it says here, to have an off year compared to last year. Wow. Pat Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Who do you think has a... And a little bit less uh, of a season statistically, uh, which one of those guys? You're talking about the number one, number two quarterbacks in just about every league. Probably the best text of our day so far. Right. Lamar Jackson will come back to earth a little bit. Okay. I just don't see him running as much as he did last year. We see what happens to these guys who run like this. We saw what happened to Michael Vick. You get banged up, Randall Cunningham. You get banged up. Right. I think if they are smart and they want to... Listen, he's going to get his running, but he's not going to be running for over 1,000 yards and getting 10 run, rushing touchdowns. They're going to lean more on J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram there. Still, don't get me wrong, Lamar Jackson is an awesome quarterback. But between the two, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson... I think Lamar Jackson is going to take a step back. I don't think Pat Mahomes knows how to take a step back. Right. That guy is just straight the goods. Right. Worth every $500 million of his contract. Right. God, it's unbelievable. Here's another interesting one because Christian McCaffrey went one in just about every league uh, that we're in this year. But the year before that, another guy went one overall. Can Saquon Barkley, someone texted in, get back to that number one ranking? Saquon Barkley went number two in every draft I've been experiencing. And again, I told you, I've been up towards about 20 drafts. He went number two in every draft. So, can he be number one? Absolutely. Does he have a brutal matchup this week? I think he actually does have a really tough matchup against Pittsburgh. I don't care. He's going to be just fine. This is an ultimate talent. Um, Can Barkley have more fantasy points than Christian McCaffrey? Absolutely. McCaffrey has a new quarterback there. Is he going to throw? I mean, literally every single pass from Kyle Allen last year was right. to Christian McCaffrey. Right. It was right. I, well, DJ Moore got his too. But right. um, yeah, yeah, the answer is yes. I think Saquon Barkley could be the overall number one running back. There's no reason not to be. But uh, if you have either Christian McCaffrey or Barkley, as I said it, I feel like you got yourself an unfair advantage to start your draft, and I hope you didn't blow it. Uh, this is an interesting one, too. Another quarterback question for you. Positive and negatives about the next two players. Jared Goff, Ryan Tannehill. Interesting. Uh, Tannehill was great last year, but right. overall that's a run-first offense. Uh, Tannehill has a great, great weapon in A.J. Brown where we could see a, another major leap forward. He has every ability to being a, a superstar in the league. Uh, so Ryan Tannehill went real late in drafts Can, in, in a one-quarterback league. It's going to be hard for you to start him unless your quarterback gets hurt. But I like him as a guy that to bench, put on your bench, and if the matchup is right, it's a great call. What was the other one on the text message? It was Jared Goff or Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Jared Goff is a great question because he had an off year last right, year right, where right. a lot of people expected McFay's offense just to go into that next hemisphere where it actually went backwards. Uh, Brandon Cooks simply couldn't stay healthy. His brain was getting injured on left and right. But I love Cooper Cup. I love Woods. They got Everett and Higby there. 
I think Goff is going to have a good year, not great. I think he's going to average around the 13th overall quarterback, which puts him in a pretty decent situation, right. but he's not a top 10 player. Right. All right, 305-567-0560. Tight end question for you. You have one, you're like, it's basically it's worded like this. You have your pick, and Kittle and Kelsey are on the board. Who do you like? Oh. You Kel- got to pick a tight end. Oh, I've done it. I've gone there. That's Kelsey. Right. All day. Why? Patrick Mahomes versus Jimmy Garoppolo. That's it. That's your answer. Which guy do you want throwing him the ball? And on top of it, Kelsey's outscored him of each of the last three years. That being said, you know, Kittle's a great player. He was a, uh, a third-round pick in most leagues, mid to late, the right spot. But uh, Kelsey was a late second-rounder in a lot, even mid to late second-rounder. If you want to get a, you know your tight end down, and you had you know a lot of people who had a Saquon Barkley, for example, right. would go with a Kelsey late in the second as what we call a luxury pick. Because then you could go back into your third round, grab maybe the best running back there, then your next two picks go wide receiver, wide receiver, then your team looked nasty. Right. Uh, 305-567-0560. Let's get to a couple more of these. Should I hold Jordan Howard or get a wide receiver like John Brown, PPR league? I would hold Jordan Howard for the first game just to see, you know, he is named the starter, correct? So I want to see how many rushes he gets. John Brown, good player, already has, uh, you know, he's now their wide receiver two there. Stephon Diggs is now the one. I would say hold on to Howard for now. John Brown's not not going to get a great PPR. He could get some long bomb touchdowns, but I think that the ball's going to be spread a lot more in Buffalo. Uh, This is an interesting one. I'm rolling with running back duos. In two flex leagues, Chubb Hunt and Cohen Montgomery. What's your take? So you're rolling with oh, running I see back what, duos. I see what you're doing there. What's my take? My take is, believe it or not, if you had to, Chubb and Hunt are both very rare situation, but they're both startable that you could put in the same lineup. It's not something I recommend. It's probably been since oh my god, Tiki Barber and Ron. Wow, Ron, Thunder and Lightning, Ron, Ron James. Where that was the last time you could pull off a maneuver like that. Um, not ideal, but that that tandem, okay. Uh, Montgomery's hurt right now. We're questionable for. I don't love the whole Chicago backfield situation, to be honest with you. Uh, Montgomery though has the ability if they get get their act together to be the right guy. Tyree Cohn is too hit or miss for me. Too many games with five fantasy points or less, and to me. You know, you got that's a huge boom bust player. So Montgomery is the right guy to have in Chicago, and obviously Chubb is the right guy. Hunt is the ultimate handcuff, though, because right. if Chubb ever goes down, oh boy, he might not. I mean, he's too good to obviously he's going to keep his job, but right. Hunt is phenomenal. Hunt's a really good player. Remember the time where Hunt was like the best running back in the game two years ago? He was a top three running back in the league on the best offense in the league. Can you imagine Kareem Hunt still uh, on that camp? What, what went wrong? A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Not funny. We don't talk defense on the show here, but someone asked what your strategy is going into a draft. Someone's obviously drafting defense tonight. Okay. Uh, do you take San Francisco or go with matchups? I don't, I'm not the person taking San Francisco because he's going way too early. Right. I'm a matchup guy. So if your league is deep enough, I actually like to carry two t- uh, defenses. I start with a defense for the this week, and then I always – Listen, I'm a fantasy nerd. I look at the week ahead of me. I see the matchup. I then have the defense always ready for the week ahead. So for this week, believe it or not, um, I actually liked Philadelphia's defense against Haskins. I think 
uh, Washington because I think they're going to. You know, I think Washington might score a few touchdowns, but there's going to be some turnovers in that right, game. Right. There's no real great, amazing matchup this week that I would say, oh, you have to start. We need to see how teams come out. You know, I would say, yeah, I would say Philadelphia if you needed to pick up a team for this week. Uh, Cincinnati at home versus Tyrod Taylor could be a good play, but Cincinnati's D we don't know how good. Right, right. So. But ultimately, yeah, I'm not drafting San Francisco. Um, I wait until the second to round, second to last pick to pick my defense. Uh, another quick one for you, the uh, the guy with the two running back duos that love you guys. We love you too. Uh, who do you like to start as a flex back? Jordan Howard, David Montgomery, or Oil Can Boyd? Uh, if we're looking at one here, that's Oil Can Boyd all right. day. Don't even think about it. Put him in. Right. That's a good one. That's a quick answer too. All right. It's about that time at the end of each show here during the season. We do the Nose Pick of the Week, my favorite segment, the award-winning segment, Nose Pick of the Week, for week one to open the NFL season. Nose, please tell us who the Nose Pick of the Week is. I'm going to Old Reliable, as if you are listening to the Nose at all, Juju Smith-Schuster. Woo, the double Jew. Wow. Thank you, Dan Day. That is right. I have the biggest crush on Juju Smith-Schuster. It was, what, three years ago that I got on the Joe Rose Show? Right. And one of my very first nose pick of the weeks was the double Jew. No one ever heard of the guy. 222 yards later, three touchdowns, one of the 97-yard variety brought this guy to another level. But then last year, what happened? Yeah, he had a horrible year. Because his leader, Big Ben, was not there. But as we discussed, Big Ben, Monday night football against the New York Giants, who have a really, really bad secondary. I'm expecting a monster game from Big Ben to Juju Smith-Schuster. I've been holding it all in all segment. I didn't want you to bring up, oh, you like Big Ben, which we mentioned like three or four times about Juju. The double Jew. For my big nose is just a perfect way to start the season. I love him. Obviously, you're starting him, but if you're in a daily fantasy league, he is a must play. I love him. I love him. I love him. The nose pick of the week, the double Jew, Juju Smith-Schuster. Give me that drop again, Dan Day. I got to hear that one more time, please. I think I'm just going to like... End this whole radio show with jumping into your arms like <laughs> like Whitney Houston did to Kevin Costner. Right, right. And just end our first show in heaven because I just know that I'm going to be sitting on my couch on Monday night, 7.15, and just watching number 19 go off. It's going to be on for the double Jew. If you drafted him, I hope you're smiling ear to ear. And I hope you think, well, I hope I know what I'm talking about for you. Because I'm really, <laughs> really, really into this pick for this week. All right. The nose pick of the week is the double Jew, Juju Smith-Schuster from the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's going to do it for us tonight. Big shout out, as we always do, to Tropical Chevrolet. Zach and the Nose's Fantasy Football Show is brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. If you texted in and we did not get to your question, you can always hit Nose up on Twitter. It's at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. 
he will answer your questions as much as he can. Uh, we will have this up, the show up, probably on the website as well. So you can make sure you re-listen to that before the weekend starts. But welcome to week one of the NFL season. Welcome to Fantasy Football. Knows 15 seconds. Say goodbye to the fans out there. I'm not going to say goodbye. I'm going to say hello. You say goodbye and I say hello to the NFL season. Guys, we've all gone through, obviously, a lot of tough times. Everyone's had their mental health issues. Well, everybody has something finally to look forward to. It's called happiness. It's called NFL. It's called fantasy live scoring. And I'm here with you all to say enjoy it and have a great Great first NFL weekend. All right, for Dan Day back in El Portal, that is the nose at Spencer Nose on Twitter. I'm Zach Krantz. See, uh, I'll speak with you tomorrow morning on the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. Otherwise, we'll talk to you next Thursday night, 6 to 8 p.m. before Thursday night football. Have a great opening weekend, folks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.